Hello, everybody! My name is Lisey Snyder, as if you don't know that already. And sorry if I sound kind of muffled. I have a mask on because we have a very special guest today. Woo! It's me, Lillian Feinberg. I'm so excited to be here today, Lucy. Our co-host. co-host. She's not really a guest, but she's a guest today, sort of. I'm a guest in your home. You're a guest in my home, but she's a co-host on the podcast. She'll be here most times. I am so thrilled to be here, guys. There have been so many times where Lucy and I have been talking and we're like, this should be a podcast Mm -hmm. or we should have been recording this or like this would be so interesting to have other people like here. So I'm very excited. Because Lillian and I get together every Sunday, just about every Sunday, and we just talk for like three hours. And so we have very interesting conversations that we thought you guys might want to listen to. So today... I'm just going to start with how we did yesterday with Jackson's podcast. How was your day? My day was very interesting. Um, The semester changed, so Mm -hmm. um, I have to get used to having four classes in a day, which is a full day. Um, From your two classes last semester? Yeah, exactly, from two classes, and... It's definitely an adjustment. Um, I know that other people have already been having like that many, but um, yeah, having a full day is definitely not the best, but I, I'm hoping that like I get into the swing of it and it yeah. starts to feel more like what my normal day is like. Right, and like a full school day, a so it's not like remote. school day! Yeah. <laughs> so, Lily and I actually have a topic today. We do! It's very interesting. It's not like very solidified it's just kind of a statement that I yeah work yeah off of. and it's kind of taboo, taboo. a little bit a little like the built-off yes. part is a little yeah. so just letting you know trigger warning <laughs> no, oh but um not it's not, not actually not actually <laughs> but so yeah Lillian do you want to introduce the topic yeah we want to talk a little bit about um sort of this idea that Things really are not like the movies. And when I say movies, I think that's kind of like a general statement. It's movies, uh, TV shows, media in general, I think. Um, Yeah, I think my whole life I've sort of built my perception of things based off of what I've seen in movies and in TV shows. And just thinking that these actors are really living these situations and that the script is exactly how things will play out in life. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely relate to that. We've had this conversation a couple times very briefly, so it's going to be fun to dig into it, but I always watched, like, fairy movies, like, Barbie movies, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, when I was really young, I would be like, wow, my life is going to be like Barbies, and then as you get a little older into, like, your preteens and, like, teens, you watch more, um, like, rom-coms, more, like, TV shows, like... Like iCarly and Victorious, oh, and you're yeah, like, oh my absolutely. god, I'm I'm gonna be that interesting. Absolutely, and those people seem so much older, mm-hmm. especially in those like Disney Channel shows. You yeah. think, oh, those people, those they're they're like set, they're in their life, and mm-hmm. then you, when you're past that age, you look back and you're like, oh, I'm older than those people are supposed to be in this said show, mm-hmm. which I think is another big part of why when you watch it, you kind of get this like image in your head of that's where I'll be when I'm at that age Mm -hmm. I think we've talked about this too together it's like you always think that when you're older you're gonna feel like a different person Mm -hmm. but really I personally I've always felt the same I've always I've, I've never felt like I've been like aging um year by year if right that makes sense yeah no that makes a lot of a lot of sense yeah. Yeah, and uh, like you said, you said when you started um, your statement, like, when you're past the age, like, they're, like, what, 14, 15, oh, 16-ish, yeah. ish, even maybe younger, even some, younger, yeah. in those TV shows and some movies, and then when you're, like, we're both 17, and <laughs> we do not have the life that they oh, do. absolutely not, and that's not to say that there aren't people out there who do, mm-hmm. but definitely the comparison between my life and like a Disney Channel show, just so different. Right. So just not even in the ballpark. And I don't think there's any, like it sounds odd to say this, Mm -hmm. like to say what we're saying right now, to be like, wow, I expected it to be exactly like this. I don't think there's an expectation of 
wow, my life is going to be exactly like this character in this movie. You just right. assume it to be, like, more interesting. Exactly, exactly. In your teenage years, I high think, school years. And this is very specific, too, but I think once you really realize, if you go and you rewatch various films or TV shows, the way that films and TV shows are set up is you're not getting a glimpse of every second of a person's life. Mm -hmm. You're getting scenes right. of important parts of the plot. Right. So you're not seeing them at every meal or with all of their friends at every second. You're not seeing mm -hmm. them sleeping. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> like you're, you're only seeing the things that the people who wrote the movie or show want you to see. Yeah. So I think when you watch that, or when I watch that especially, I have to remember, oh, like, they have a normal life, too. Uh -huh. They don't have a, like, a plot life. Right. I think that's, right. I think that's kind of what I'm trying to key in on, is, like, right. not all lives are, like, a plot of a show. Mm -hmm. Like, it translates in a different way when it's in that, a movie or yeah, TV yeah, show. Yeah, 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 And, yeah, I definitely relate to that, too. It's a weird thing, because... Also, as you get older, it never fades, at least for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's different for everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it has never faded. Like, I'll watch a movie and be so attached to it and the characters because I want to, like, be like them. Right. Or, like, live like oh, their life yeah, living. Absolutely. Um, even in, like, like, now in movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. And that kind of goes into our more, like taboo topic of today that actually sparked this entire podcast i would say yeah I, probably because I we were it, like wow we should talk about this on a podcast yes and the whole topic is virginity virginity, virginity <laughs> um and yep. how we have it <laughs> we have the case of virginity we have the, <laughs> we're diagnosed yeah. um and yeah that kind of plays into what we're talking about now with the movies because as you watch some TV shows and movies that do have like... A little past Disney Channel, I think. A little past Disney Channel, <laughs> past Nickelodeon, <laughs> past um, the preteen shows. But yeah. um, there's more, and not even just like sex, but love in general. Oh, absolutely. Like there's such an expectation just of... Just romantic genre, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like yesterday, Jackson and I talked about The Notebook. Mm -hmm. And how everyone loves The Notebook. And I was like, how can anyone like The Notebook? Mm -hmm. But I realized that people like The Notebook because they are like, wow, I want that. Like, mm -hmm. I want this romantic mm -hmm. thing. But, yeah. and so <laughs> it's weird because you get mm, back to the topic of virginity. You, if you forgot, <laughs> if you, forgot <laughs> you get kind of a false, I'm trying to think of a way to, phrase this where it doesn't sound weird you get like a false sense of what it is and why it matters mm -hmm. from so many different places from your real life mm -hmm. and from like from people in your life from scenarios in your real life and then from things in tv and movies right like you get such a false portrayal it's so different, it's it's so so different. different. yeah like and when i say different i i mean down to like specific conversations that people have in film when they're like in love right or just together in general like mm -hmm. people have deeper conversations now I think there's exceptions like if you watch movies that are really really realistic and they're like this is like very I don't even know what the word is when there's like a show or a movie that's like no drama no like yeah yeah I know it's like, literally I know what just what about. it is I think those are the exception but I think most like uh like common mm -hmm. uh common things that people watch just often have a very like it's always the same right maybe they go through one argument mm -hmm. and you're like oh they're back they're back yeah yeah and i think <laughs> media in general like everything mm -hmm. is evolving in a way that they don't portray romance like romantic encounters not just sex just like romance and love and relationships in general mm -hmm. in such a one size fits all type of way like they don't put it in just one box and I think it's expanding and being more realistic um to different people I think like in new tv shows and movies yeah. they're kind of pushing those boundaries of like it doesn't just have to be like the perfect like heterosexual mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. this is what it is right. so I think that's also nice but it also has a long way to go yeah I was also <laughs> gonna say that I think like 
if um if you want to get a little more taboo about it in some ways the shows that have come out more recently that are trying to kind of challenge past romantic expectations in films um like with the, sort of the like oh you can find love too like you mm-hmm. don't have to look like this person or be like this person to find love in some ways i think accentuates the differences more mm-hmm. they're saying okay the, there's these normal normal right. quotation marks normal people who are finding love which is what you see in like super just like classic movies generic. and films yeah, very yeah. generic and then there's like this new genre that's very i think very new at least maybe yeah. it's just cuz i like that's when i've been growing up and seeing it kind of progress mm-hmm. but the new thing is just so different that it's putting that barrier i yeah. think yeah that no, it's saying oh like you can f- i'm trying to think of examples um like they make such a point to be like these people are different and they and still look, found love and they did love. it they yeah. did it yeah. like uh sierra burgess is a loser yeah terrible like, movie te- te- terrible terrible movie, movie. <laughs> because it's for that reason too exactly they're not that's just not it's not a side plot they made the movie about someone who you i think they want to be like oh look this person probably wouldn't find love but look we made a movie look they found like they found love Yay! <laughs> Look, this fat girl found someone <laughs> who made who cut, she manipulated into oh, loving her. Heck yeah. yeah! They could fix that movie with better writing, better actors, better <laughs> with pretty much We're, everything. This is very controversial, but, guys. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people hate this movie. No, yeah. But um, but with better writing, with better actors, but for the overall theme, just more like they make her out to be a terrible main character. Oh, 100%. like she is the worst. And oh it's yeah, because like, that's the other thing they put. Be, they put the the different kind of person in a bubble of oh well, she's not gonna get it the same way. Mm-hmm. She yeah. can't. Yeah. Okay. Look, the end result, great, love it. Mm-hmm. But the way she did it, oh look, we're gonna make her get it a different way. Right. No. Yeah. That's true. That's a good example. The yeah. Sierra I think that was, she, I'm glad I thought of that. Yeah. Me too. Because it's also like. Ugh, God, it's just so annoying. And I'm trying to think of even earlier things of that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's been so many people uh, I've seen on TikTok, people talk mm-hmm. about, um, like, fat characters. And mm-hmm. they, like, their, like, way to find love. And, like, I think it's been such... It's been done so many times of, like, mm-hmm. they're, like, the side characters who, like, either don't find love at all or they, like, find some... But it's, like, never... Which is furthering that like, idea that we're trying to get rid of. <laughs> right. Like, that it's just not natural for these people exactly. to find. Or like, that, like, oh, this fat girl is the fat girl. Right. That, like, like, um, and I don't know the actress's name, but I think all of the roles I've seen her in, because she's in Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. She's always, yeah. like, the loser. Uh-huh. Which is just, I think she's also in River, Riverdale as is the she? loser. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's, like... Are you typecasting her because that's what she wants? Uh-huh. I mean, this is more about acting now, but... No, I understand. I feel like I it's relevant in some ways. Like, are you... Like, what is kind of the... When do you draw the line between, right. like, um, putting someone in a character because this is the plot and she's a really good actress mm-hmm. and... Or actor. Or... Not or. And... Uh, wanting to typecast someone because the storyline has to do with their identity, being fat, being a loser. Like, what right. is, like, why? Like, Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think that people who are of, like, I don't want to say, nor- like, quote-unquote, normal. I just want to say, like, people who the are mag- thin, people who are, exactly. like, the conventionally standard. attractive, the Convention- beauty yeah. strand- strander. The standard, standard, <laughs> the standard, the standard, they don't realize like how harmful it can be because mm-hmm. being like a fat person growing up like a little girl who was like wow i <laughs> was so sorry, like Waluigi. but i <laughs> i was like so heartbroken over these like tv shows mm-hmm. and i was like oh my gosh like mm-hmm. i will never be like this person mm-hmm. and that's so harmful to like and that's why i'm glad that pe- we're 
it's finally like evolving a little more, but mm-hmm. like it's such a problem. And then it keeps it just keeps getting worse when you get into adult right. media and in older mm-hmm. like teen media. It oh. gets even worse. Oh yeah. Like it's bad in children's media because mm-hmm. you have younger TV shows and they're like, mm-hmm. haha, this like even when they make fun of like their parents for being like, like I think about like Peppa Pig. Oh, they're just so, yeah. And they like make fun of their dad. They're like, haha, dad's fat. And it's oh like, my whoa, gosh. what? Yeah, that's and it's like, ah. Oh. See, another thing I thought of too is like, and I'd have to look like in my mind, I'm still thinking of Sierra Burgess as a loser mm-hmm. because I think that was the example we gave. So it. But, like, I, I would have to look more into sort of the writers and directors. But I mm-hmm. think there is definitely a very noticeable difference between um, films and TV shows that are written about these kinds of plots from people who've experienced them mm-hmm. versus white men who are like, mm-hmm. let's make a difference yep. and let's write a plot about um, a, a loser. yeah. Like, I don't know the people who wrote that movie. Yeah. Like, let's make a plot about this teenage girl who sucks. Because, yeah, because we're going to change fat girls' lives. Exactly. Like, what, like, if it, if it's written by people who have struggled with this, then I would, like, my, my understanding of it, I think, would maybe be like, okay, okay, you were trying, you're trying to take your experiences and you're putting it in a, in this form. Mm-hmm. And so I get it. But there, have, I think you I would think- be able to tell. Though. Oh, absolutely. That's if, what I'm saying, too, yeah. is, like, I think I've seen, uh, what's the other, is the other show I'm thinking of, um, Never Have I Ever, is that what it's called? Yes, maybe. Is that what it's called? Maybe. Mindy Kaling? Wait, maybe I'm thinking a different of a different thing. Is that, like, the mini-series that's getting a second season that's, like... Possibly. About, like, the Indian family? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Never So I'm have thinking about this, is, like, I, when I watched that... At first, I was like, okay, because I, I don't know how you feel. I, have you watched the show? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. I was like, okay, this is, like, just a nice, fun little, yay, it's a cool show. And then, yeah. like, when you realize, like, oh, Mindy Kaling wrote it, and she's yeah. part of the show, and you're like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes it sort of more personal. Because it's written by somebody who has those who, experiences. Exactly. Who's not just like, well, this is how it is, based yeah. off of my opinion. Oh, yeah, based off of my opinion and an, an article I read. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, based on my quote-unquote research about yeah. what these people go through. Like, at least reach out to people. Exactly. Get people's real opinions mm-hmm. on things. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's a thought I've actually had multiple times. Like, can you, who has, like, do you have the right to write about something you don't know? And I guess that's a big question, because it's like, yes, of course, but how is it going to be perceived by people who are going through it, or yeah. are not? Like, how yeah. is that dependent on, like, who who has written it, who has been a part of writing it? Yeah. Like, are people going to get offended if someone who has not gone through any of this at all mm-hmm. is like... And I guess uh, intention comes with it. Right. What's your intention? Why are you writing this? Right. And that's really towing the line of, like, how far do you go? Like, if you are writing about this and you don't know anything about it, what are you going to do to make sure that you include people who do go through this and are, like, part of that, mm-hmm. either if you're doing, like, that part of that community, if you're writing about... Like, we were just talking about Never Have I Ever. They mm-hmm. include, like, obviously, mm-hmm. they had the main person right, um, right. who was part of that community. Yeah. Um, but if that wasn't the case, then they would have to have so many people who oh. were yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. community to weigh in. Because right. that would have just been terrible. And right. you could tell in the art mm-hmm. that she was the one heading it all. And, like, she was the one making the content. Yeah. yeah. And the one approving yeah, yeah, yeah. all the content. Yeah. And, like... Setting the tone. I think tone oh. is so important oh, for things absolutely. like this. Oh my gosh, 100%. Because in that show, like, sure, that show, I'm not sure how I feel about the show in general, like, just like the writing and stuff. Like, I enjoy it, but I don't think it's like exactly. That's modern it's art. It's, but like, it's like, oh, this is, this is a good, it's a, a, just a nice little right. show to watch. Just and to that's binge. the tone. That's exactly. the tone. It's not like trying to take a really serious tone. Exactly. And so I think that's really important going back to Sierra Burgess. Yeah. Their tone is like, this is super serious. This is going to change lives. This is going to make people so confident. And it's just terrible. It's not. And that was a huge letdown (laughs) because so many people who are, like, 
who are fat and who are like whatever we're waiting for the movie being like mm-hmm. oh my gosh finally like this is gonna be mm-hmm. great and then it just when wasn't. when really a movie about a fat person person like finding love should not be they're fat watch them find love it exactly. should be look this person found love like make a story about the person finding love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they could have tweaked the movie itself just a hair mm-hmm. and i think it would have been 10 times better yeah if they had made it more the direction of, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I can't think of exactly on the spot. But right, like, right. Like, if they had just shifted it to be more about the character development in, like, in like just high school in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and not stereotyping as much. Oh, there's so much stereotyping. All of it is stereotyping. All of that I movie. mean, and I think that's the, I think that's the ironic part, too, is because that's what they thought they were doing the good thing yeah they they were like taking it away they were like oh look let's put all the stereotypes we can so that we can change people's views when when they just did the opposite yeah (laughs) and i know that you have watched gilmore girls yes if any of our listeners have watched gilmore girls it's you know what it is if you've heard of it it's like a really old show it wasn't like what the 90s early 2000s i think early 2000s yeah yeah and so yeah early 2000s and Mm. so Like, the main, not the main character, but one of the side characters, Suki, mm-hmm. is M- Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And I love her. I love her. She's oh great. And I've heard a lot of different points of view of her because, of course, she is portrayed as like, whoa, I'm so clumsy. I'm so goofy. Mm-hmm. I am Suki. But, like, that's her whole. I really like those three together. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's her catchphrase. It's a um, catchphrase. But, and then people are like, wow. Sorry, we had a little interruption, but we were saying um, about Suki Mm -hmm. in Gilmore Girls and that she is the first to find, like, a husband. Mm. And their their love, like, it's not superficial as in, like, wow, look at her go. Like, she is a a fat character who, like, who finally found love. Like, it's very natural. It's just there. It just happens. It's just there, yeah. And, like, they have a normal relationship for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no... And he genuinely loves her. It's not like, wow, look at... The writers don't make a point of, like, wow, he loves her? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. why? (laughs) They go through a normal relationship because they are people... They're normal people. ...in a relationship. Yes. (laughs) Like, there's nothing more to it. Exactly. And that's the best part. They don't add anything. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect example of, like, those types of characters... Like, just being normal people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the media not being like, well, look at them go. They are queens, slay queen. Yep. You are, like, they put, they don't treat them like normal people. Right. It's Absolutely. really yep. weird. Yeah. So. I think it's also just, like, when characters are portrayed as these stereotypes, like, it's better to have the unsaid things. Right. It's better to just not put any... Like, not make like, a huge point of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's that's a perfect, like, a good example and then a terrible example. Oh, yeah. Those were... I'm really proud of us, actually. Yeah, me too. That wasn't written down, guys. That... <laughs> we did not plan yeah, this. Yeah, we... We're just we really good at this. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing great. But yeah, so that's kind of the main topic of, like, nothing in the movies is real. Right. Not, I mean, like, nothing is like it is in movies. Oh, yeah. And then I think that's why I've started to appreciate good movies and TV mm-hmm. shows more. Yeah. Because I can kind of pick out, oh, that's, like, realistic. Example? And um, I really like Shameless. Yes. The, the reason I give that example is it's very raw. Mm-hmm. And, and um, even in the most dramatic or, like, um, sort of blown up parts of it, it's all real and nothing steers away from the plot and just every... Like, everything in it seems to sort of... Um, fit with what's happened in the previous episodes and it's like there's a lot of seasons too so you really mm-hmm. get to know these people as people right and it's one of those shows i don't know if this has ever happened to you where you forget that they're actors yeah 
You think that these people are just these people. Right. And I think I that could just be something that happens to a lot of people a lot. But for me, I always feel aware of actors, set, directors... Mm-hmm. I'm able to I'm able to watch really scary movies because I'm always able to feel like oh the people they're behind they're right there uh huh um so I can easily watch things if that makes right. sense no that makes sense I used to be that that way too because mm-hmm. when I was younger I was like oh I want to be a makeup artist yeah. <laughs> which don't oh gosh that's oh but I was oh like God. when any show would come up I'd turn to my sister Sophie and I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I can, I can watch this fine because I know that it's all fake because I'm going to do that one day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that, like, right. but in the show Shameless, you say mm-hmm. you don't like clock any of that. Oh, I mean, if I wanted to, but right, it's, it's definitely right. like a, I'm watching it and I'm enjoying the plot for the plot mm-hmm. and not for the, like, I, I never come out of it. And I'm like, Ooh, like ooh, these are all just actors having a fun time on set. I'm like, wow, they're really telling an interesting story here. Right. And I feel like I, I'm i acting like this is the only show that does that. It no, was just the yeah. first one that came to my mind. There are tons of shows where, in different genres too, like that's like a very like dramatic, serious, like, I don't know. Like just almost, mm, I'm trying to think, like almost <laughs> reality TV, but not like reality TV, right. just like normal. Everything's just... It's like what life for some people might be. Yes. Yeah. And then there's like the other side of it, um, in my opinion, like a uh, comedy. Uh huh. And th- you can, there's so much, oh my gosh, there's so much in that genre of comedy. Right. Because you can have outlandish, like literal stand up comedy mm-hmm. where you're watching it and you're ready for the comedy to like hit you and you're like, oh, uh-huh. that's funny. Right. And then like there's things shows. that are like, oh, that's so funny. It's not, it's my, it's not very realistic. Right. Like, no one's gonna just randomly say something that, like, set up. Right. You know? Yeah, like, it's such a structured joke that it's like, right. oh. Cool. Like, Yay, <laughs> that's you funny, did it. But, yeah. <laughs> that's funny, but I don't know how realistic it would be. No, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting topic. I hope you guys liked that topic. That's something that we've been wanting to talk about mm-hmm. for like a very long time. Oh yeah. Just Yeah. Yeah. And going back to what we were talking about a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Um Virginity. virginity. <laughs> yeah, so that going back to that topic, <laughs> which is like we already said the big whatever. Um I Wanted to touch on, I wrote this down, um, that I wanted to touch on, like, how I grew up and how you grew up. Because I think, I, we, I don't think do we talked actually. about this exactly. But for me, I was raised in a very Christian household. I went to Nittany Christian School. And that was my life from age, like, when I was born <laughs> to... <laughs> Like seventh grade, a Christian baby. (laughs) Hallelujah! It's a Christian baby, but um, (laughs) but till uh seventh grade, so I was very, like, I don't know. I was very sheltered. I never got the talk. I never like my parents never talked about any of that with me. I think I found out what sex was, just through media, like through TV show maybe, and I was like, what. (laughs) what is that? I was like, I'm not going to pay attention to that. And so I, when I was growing up, I never like knew what anything was ever. And I Mm -hmm. never got talked to about it. And like, nobody, like nobody in my life talked about it. That's the thing. And then this goes for a lot of subjects too. Like a lot of Mm -hmm. quote unquote taboo subjects for like my school and stuff. Yeah. Like I didn't know like gay people existed. I didn't know. Um, I don't know. I didn't know that so many things existed. But yeah. then, like, when it came time for me to be in sixth grade at Nittany Christian School, we had our <laughs> um, sex education, mm-hmm. which there was none of it. We sat in a room, and the teacher was like, um, d- d- don't, don't. Don't do like, it. Just don't. <laughs> don't. Don't have sex ever. <laughs> and so I never learned about safe sex. I never learned about protected sex. I never learned about like 
And HIV. this is why Lucy is pregnant. This is why I'm pregnant right now. I have millions <laughs> of STDs. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, and it's just interesting to me because I also, I think about how that's played into my life right now because I kind of, I kind of turned into this person who was more like, I turned into more of like myself when I got out of that place when I was in like eighth, ninth grade. I was like, wow, I am this like, and like 10th, I think more 10th grade is when I really like came out of my shell, mm-hmm. came out, specified. <laughs> um, <laughs> that wasn't even meant to be a joke, but um, I like, you know, I came out, I was like, wow, I am more like, I'm like all throughout my middle school and like elementary school years, I was really shy and mm-hmm. it's just not me. And so I like was more like that. And then I learned about all this stuff and I was like, why did I never know this? So I kind of took all this information in at the same pace that a like sixth grader would if that makes any sense like I went through that in like ninth grade just like a little later a little later yeah it was and now I feel like I'm like normal speed in that area for like an eighth grader (laughs) like that's how and not to that should not be weird but like if you know what I mean like I just feel like not that I like was like developed later or anything, but I just like didn't know about any of that as stuff. It came. Yes, it did. And so I just never like thought about it in like extensively. Right. Ever. Until you had to. Until it was, I yeah. It was only when it would come up. And I feel like, oh my God, I need to stop. Yeah, no, it's yeah. And so and then I as I started to get older in like ninth and tenth grade, my friends started having sex. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I was you like, know why? who you are. You know, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> but there were like select friends who like, were like, yeah, I had like, I had sex. And I was like, what? I was like, um, who? I was like, what? And that was never even so, I was like, that's so young. And they were like ninth grade. Like, that's not that young. Mm-hmm. But like, that for me, I was like, whoa. But when you're with them and you're and you realize yeah. that it's true, because we've talked about this we, a lot, we have probably too much. Like realizing that people have like had we like sex. yeah. There's so many times where we're like, oh my god, like people actually have sex. <laughs> like yeah. that actually is like, a thing that happens. Whoa. And for people, it's we've talked about this too. I think it'd be <laughs> interesting to have a different perspective, like getting someone to talk oh, about yeah. this with us at some point. But like for us. It's really weird to think about, like, that being normal. Like, having sex and it not being weird. Right. <laughs> like, like you have sex with someone and then you afterwards it's not, like, incredibly awkward. Like, how is that? Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand. And maybe this is something oh that you guys cannot relate to at all. Oh, my God. Like, maybe this is something that's just us, but, like... Just us virgins. <laughs> just... <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I mean, God. I can totally relate to, I feel like we've had very similar experiences, which is probably why we're both where we are. Yeah, tell your, tell your story. So my, okay, um, I, I don't know why I'm talking so low. Like, <laughs> no, my, no, this that's is my podcast po- does too. This is my podcast voice. Hello. Hello, yeah, guys. Yeah, it's like a newscaster voice. So, I, um, <laughs> I grew up, um, primarily in friends school and I say primarily because I went to the cooperative play school which is preschool but it was like so connected it was all Quaker so I grew up surrounded by Quakers and like always the thing that was sort of present in my life was always um like race that was the thing because it was Martin Luther King like Mm -hmm. we like we had school on Martin Luther King Day. Everyone right. else in the district didn't and we did. Right. And this is a very different conversation from no, another but time, like, but it, it's like I always that was like the topic. Mm-hmm. The um the like ooh interesting topic. Right. And that's I think also why I have never questioned race too. That mm-hmm. sounds so weird. No I'm but not like, a racist. But like, that's no. why I'm not a racist. I, I understand what you like, mean though. because I was exposed to it from kindergarten, mm-hmm. I have never questioned any of that. And I think because of that, I didn't have as much exposure to other things. Mm-hmm. Like um, sexuality mm-hmm. and identity right. and any of that. Not that they didn't want to 
put that into our lives, but they everyone was so focused on Martin Luther King. Uh-huh. So it's not a bad thing. It was just like because I grew up like that, it like put me into this endless loop of never having the chance to learn about it. Mm-hmm. I also didn't really get a talk. I just slowly started to learn things. And I don't know, this is kind of embarrassing. I don't know if you've ever done this, but like when you don't know something and someone brings it up, you don't make a point that you didn't know it before. You, you just, just like pretend. take it in and you're like, oh, okay, now I know that. And yeah. then now you know it. Yes, yes. And I think that's also interesting too because um, I think, yeah, I, I never had a talk about anything unless a specific aspect of it came up in conversation like with my parents which right. really hasn't happened until pretty recently mm-hmm. um and I think it's also something something where we kind of differ in one way is that um I'm the oldest right and so I kind of had this <laughs> like the first my parents first child right so they didn't have like my brother's sort of have, like, this second, third, um, growing up period while I'm already, like, older. Right. So I think, like, it's another, and it's also funny, because we're very different. Like, I'm very different from my brothers in that way, because they, Mm -hmm. they, they'll just go, they'll go to the extreme. Right. And I never asked my parents things like that, because I just knew that I'd find out about them anyway. Right. Like, I didn't know about the F word until I was in fifth grade. I remember when I did. I didn't learn about, like, sex sex until, like, eighth grade, because... Why do you say sex sex? Well, because I knew about sex, but I didn't learn about sex. <laughs> oh, okay, sex. like learn what it was. And exactly. What, okay, I, was, I, I understand. Sex. I was like, what did, sex, sex. what did you learn that was just <laughs> sex? Sex 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, you haven't learned about that. <laughs> Wait, you haven't even heard about that? Yeah. No, no like, I'm, yeah, I, I, um, I think that's the other thing. Like, I always felt comfortable about it. Right. And right. so I think that's the other reason why I'm like, because I'm so comfortable with it, why am I so shocked mm-hmm. when I find out that people are having sex? I'm yeah. like, wait, it is a real thing. I've learned about it. I haven't had it. You are here because of it. Like, it's not, that's another weird thing right. when you see parents and you, this is a less serious thing, but like when you see parents and you're, they have kids and you're like, wait, this happened to me literally yesterday because oh there was a family that I love so much. I love mm-hmm. them so much. And I just, I saw like, their dad or something and I was like mm-hmm. wait they like had sex and he was like oh. said something about his wife oh and I was God. like in my head I was like holy I... shit wait they have like they have three kids they ha- yep. have had sex yeah oh my god like, I think about to I think have I think kids about like what too much. it's so weird I think it might be a virgin <laughs> thing <laughs> maybe maybe I think it people is. who have had sex just don't think about that just don't think it. yeah because they're so they're so like oh yeah I've done it like obviously yeah like, obviously people have and then I I'm like well obviously people have sex but like when I oh my god I think it happens especially when um I see someone who either is pregnant uh-huh yeah or you see like the pregnancy reveal and you're uh-huh. like that means they had, they had sex like a few weeks ago <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh my god, like they had sex. This is so I'm so sorry to people who think we're so dumb. No, no. Like, it's just like we know that people have to have sex to have kids. Yeah. But this is not like a revolution. No, like, no. But it's weird. Like you have to admit when when you see people and you're like, wait, they mm-hmm. like they have kids. Whoa, I am a kid. Like, ew. Yeah. That's disgusting. And I think can I just say something else about my Yes, of like, course. Growing up sort of is it's interesting and I've talked to you about this a lot is my parents um were together when they were really young right my mom was 14 and my dad was 17 Uh uh-huh and they were never with other people as far as I've been told right (laughs) they were never with other people and I think like in my mind my 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 life has been so different uh-huh. Like, I'm almost past the age my dad was when he started dating my mom, mm-hmm. who is now his wife. Right. Like, they have three kids. Like, that's so... Like, that's just weird to me. Uh-huh. That, like, my perception of things 
is based off of my parents and I just I can't do that I can't relate to it anymore right because I'm past like I'm past it and I think this also kind of swings back to just your perception of other people and thinking that that's how it's gonna be or that's how mm-hmm. it's gonna happen yeah like I think I always thought oh you always you find your soulmate in high school yeah that's another movie thing yeah yeah it's always <sighs> high school it's always high school high school sweethearts yep they're and it's always soulmates. actors who are actually, like, 25. Yep. So they look more mature and they look older. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't look, like, old. Right. <laughs> like, like, we've talked about this, too. Like, uh-huh. there's so many, oh my gosh, there's just so many things that I thought were I was going to have at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. But also, going back, I think this is interesting, going back to, I didn't want to interrupt you, but going no, back to your... Like, the talk about your brothers. So, you have two mm-hmm. younger brothers. I do. One is... Four- 14. 14 and one is 11. Mm-hmm. And so, do you think that they got a better talk than you did? Like, a better understanding oh my gosh, of, like... 100%. Yeah. So, that... And I grew up... For those of you who don't know, I have an older sister and I have two younger sisters. Um, and we all never got talks. Mm-hmm. Because... And it's so annoying to think about but like you have to adjust i have to adjust um because like women and their sexuality it's so taboo it's so taboo oh my god taboo counter on this podcast we say it so many times but it's so (laughs) taboo it's so like it is because i think about my whole family and i've never thought about this because i've never had brothers (laughs) i've never had brothers and i've never had like I don't know. I've just grown up with all women in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, like, it's just, we never, ever talked about anything of the nature. Mm-hmm. Anything about sex. Anything about sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like men, they're given, again, one, to talk about sex. They're like, mm-hmm. it's normal. Like, mm-hmm. guys, it is normal. And then for women, it's like, don't do it. Yeah. And I know so many people talk about this, and it's not like a revelation to be like, what? No, wait, but I it's think that very... women get less of a sex talk than men. But like, <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, that's crazy. <laughs> but like, men, they are so. And it, you see it, you see it in movies, you hear it talk, not even just in movies, you don't really see it in movies, mm-hmm. but you hear it talked about in like, um, like, in your life in media. You hear it talked about like, mm-hmm. wow, men get better sex talk, and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. I bet that's, a, like, way over-exaggerating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in reality, it's not. Because then you're, like, it hits you, and you're, like, wait, I've never gotten, like... Or you'll hear about, like, um, like men getting told it's normal. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, wait, I was never told that. Right. And it hits oh, you that uh-huh. so... That in, like, state college, it's huge. Like, in everywhere, it's huge. But you're, like, wait, it, this happens to me. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, that's mm-hmm. weird. And you you can probably relate to this more because you are in it. Oh. Like, you have two brothers, yep. and you're probably like, why mm-hmm. do they get to talk about sex and like, oh, get they, told it's normal all the that's time? That's the other thing, too. And this is more, I think this is, um, I don't know how many people can really relate to this because it's so, like, Specific. my family. Yeah. Um, but I think living with two brothers really does shift the boundaries of what what you're allowed to say at home. Uh-huh. I've always been the, like, the good child. That's, like, such a, like, stupid thing to say. But no, I've always I'm, been, you know, like, I, I don't and... swear at home. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I, I don't swear at home. I don't make trouble. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I think that that's the simplest way to say it. Like, the things that are said at home are so extreme Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I were to say some of the things, it would just be like, what? Like, right. you, Lillian. And I think that's mostly just because of my reputation. Right. And I think that has a lot to do with it. But some of it, I think, is like, oh, boys will be boys. Yep. And my parents do not put that out there. Right, no. But it, it's it's there. It's just embedded in it's, everyone. It's just, it kind of sits there. Like, yep. oh, they're your younger brothers. They're going to be like that. Yeah. And I think that's also something that the feminist movement has kind of, like, overlooked. There are many things. There are many <laughs> things that the feminist... Like, so many things yeah. other than this. But mm-hmm. this is one, is that they're like, oh, well, like, the boys will be boys thing sucks. And then, like, mm-hmm. they... 
I, it's back, everything relates. It's back to the movie thing about making it such a point to make change. Like, mm-hmm. if you're making change to make things more mainstream, more normal. Mm-hmm. If you're making things that are more, like, ooh, like, more normal, mm-hmm. you just do it. You, you don't just, make it such a big point to be like, well, we hate boys. Ooh, we boys did it. Boys. It is normal. Yes. <laughs> and it's not normal at all. Because right. if you are trying to make it normal, you shouldn't be like... We are, like, we're gonna, like, it shouldn't be targeted towards the Mm -hmm. people who are putting, like, it shouldn't be targeted towards your parents. It shouldn't be targeted towards Henry and Evan, who are her brothers. It shouldn't be targeted towards the people, like, doing it because it's not their fault that they are, it's embedded in them. That's not their fault. They should just find a way to change it and make it more normal for women to be, to be talked to about sex and for them to mm-hmm. talk about sex and to experience sexuality and mm-hmm. like do all these things. And I don't know if any of that made any sense it or it translated made well. It total sense and it reminded me of a very like personal story that I think I feel comfortable sharing. Yes, go ahead. So um, back in the su- summer or spring um, mm-hmm. when we were asked to do a photo shoot, do you remember this? Yes, yes. Um, I was oh, actually, 100%. I was very... If I say thrilled, I think that makes it sound like I was, like, jumping with joy. I was very, like, interested. I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is actually really cool. Like, I've never really been in a part of something where I'm, like, sort of of showing my body Mm -hmm. in, like, a specifically positive way because that's what we're doing. And the photo shoot was, like, our friend Layla, who, if you're listening, hey, Layla, love you, Layla. You're great. Um, asked us, would you do, asked us and a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. if they would do, like, a body positivity, like, photo shoot for her, because she's, like, doing this photography thing, and mm-hmm. we were like, oh my god, of course. So that's, like, the premise It of didn't it. end up happening, which was sad, but my, uh-huh. my story, sort of, and once again, like, I love my parents. They have, mm-hmm. they have no intention of being this way, but I think it's something that really... I think has happened enough time in different ways to me that I've started to feel very passionate about it. Um, so when I asked my mom if I could, oh, hey, can I go do this photo shoot? Um, and I mentioned that I'd probably be wearing like a bikini or like something like that. She was fine with it until I asked if instead of a bikini, can I wear like a bra? Right. And my mom is so accepting. She has very, like, women, yay. (laughs) You know, but it it was this, the moment of, like, the difference Mm -hmm. and the connotation from bathing suit and bra. Yeah. And how taboo. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how taboo we, we've made like underwear yeah like it and the funny thing is like it wasn't lingerie no it was a, a sports, sports bra, bra. and i i just covering i have bathing suit. and that's what i said i said this is actually more covering and more like what you'd wear to work out or uh-huh. and then the more and more i you know you the more and more personally i get defensive about something i'm like why am i defending myself this is this is a normal thing like, I have breasts. Uh-huh. Men have nipples. Women have nipples. Yeah. Sorry to everyone. <laughs> Sorry to break it If to you don't you. like them. <laughs> uh, you have nipples. <laughs> but, like, we all have nipples. And we all have... <laughs> the amount of times that you've said that word in the past 30 oh my seconds. God. Okay. Continue. Yeah. But, um, it's just, like, that that sort of realization that wow, like, we've really sexualized women's bodies. Mm-hmm. We think that we can't... Like, I, I think about this, too. I'm sorry for, like, going on a tangent. No, no, but, like, it's perfect. Go ahead. Just the fact that, like, we have to have a shirt on. Yeah. Like, that we have... Like, that's just what you do. Right. And, like, men walk around without a shirt. Yeah. And this is not me being like, hey, guys, watch. you better watch out tomorrow. No shirt. <laughs> no shirt. <laughs> no Lillian shirt. is going topless tomorrow. But, like, where did it come from? No, yeah. Like. It makes no sense. It's, it all just kind of comes from this, like, an, this deep, like, annoyance that I have when anything like that occurs. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, 
like, I don't know. And I mean, this is also very personal, but like coming as a person who does not have tiny perky breasts, uh huh. I've never been able to feel comfortable without a bra. Yeah. Or without a shirt. <laughs> but yeah, that, I no, mean, yeah. Yes. Like, like, I always wear a bra. Mm-hmm. And there are some people, some people have a choice. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, I mean, I, I have a choice. I just, I haven't reached the point where I feel comfortable yet. Right. And I think so much of that comes from society. Yeah. And what we've put on women. Yeah, I think we relate to each other. Very, I think we, we've definitely talked about this before, but oh, we yeah. re- relate to each other when it comes to that topic and being, mm-hmm. like, over-sexualized from even, like, a very young age. Mm-hmm. Just, like, as, like, women mm-hmm. with, like, breasts mm-hmm. that are not, like, you know. You're right. And so, it's been... It's, it's interesting to... Because mm, I... Again, I grew up with all girls in my house. Mm-hmm. It's never been a thing in my house mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, weird. But then you get it to extended family. And you get mm-hmm. to, like, people who are your friends or people mm-hmm. who, like, are acquaintances, whatever. And you're like, oh, why is this a thing? Like, for me, I didn't even realize that, like, it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, right. that I was being, like, over-sexualized or that uh-huh. I even had anything like that until it was, like, brought to my attention by, like... But until I got older and then I was like, looked back on things and I was like, wait, that was like not okay. And then I'm like, why does that have to happen? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make any yep. sense. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I also was realizing too that when I was in around fourth grade, this was the year for me where everyone around me, all my friends, my female friends uh-huh. were starting puberty. Yeah. Fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, like, that's a little bit weird to think about, but fourth yeah. grade was really when everyone was, like, ha- getting boobs. Right. <laughs> and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. At all. Like, right. mind you, like, nothing. Yeah. And and I, I'm hoping that this sort of takes up me into a different thing I wanted to talk about, too. Um, uh, I would always think about, like, oh, I hope I get boobs. Mm-hmm. Like, all the time. I was like, oh. Like, I was pretty late to puberty. Not late, but later than everyone. So in my mind, I felt like I was, like, after everyone. Mm -hmm. And so I always just hoped that I would get boobs, which is such a funny thing to think about. Because now, I'm like, oh my god. I wish I didn't have them. I wish I didn't have them. And so this is something, and you can chime in if you wanted to add anything, but I wanted to just quickly um, sort of, like, touch on this idea of like manifesting things Mm -hmm. because every time I have to stop myself because every time I think about oh when I didn't have boobs I really wanted them and how oh my god I just shouldn't have manifested it yeah (laughs) yeah and then I'm like oh my god Lillian stop your body was gonna grow how it was gonna grow you weren't manifesting (laughs) getting humongous boobs yeah like that's just not how it works but like in my head manifestation is constant and most recently because my mom um we recently like had slash listened to a book called the secret and it's just about like Mm -hmm. this like manifestation intention setting like you're gonna get what you want if you want it and you make your intention and like you say it Mm -hmm. out loud like i want this right not i don't want this because like the universe i mean this is like a whole other topic but like the universe will hear the don't yeah and it won't give it but if the universe hears, like, I make it sound like the universe, like, a fake thing. But, like, there's, no, like, actual like, energy. There's science yeah. to prove that there's energy in everything. And that if you are uh, setting out to get something, you're going to get it. Because that energy is going to pull towards it. It's mm-hmm. just going to happen. It's science. Yeah. Trust me. So, like, this idea has always has been with me since I read the book. Because I didn't believe it. Of course. And yeah. I started manifesting getting money. And I started getting money. Yeah. No joke. I started getting money. I started manifesting being really healthy. And that was the best. This was over the summer. This was the best uh-huh. I had ever felt in my life. Yeah. And so there's all these things that tie kind of back into what we have been talking about. Yeah. About just like getting things. I feel like this whole podcast have, has kind of been about like sort of our past, our present, and our future. And how they're all yeah. kind of like what we want out of life uh-huh. comes from very different things 
Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, that's crazy. And I think people have such a weird, like, view on manifestation mm-hmm. and things like that. But the thing that they're thinking of isn't manifestation. Mm-hmm. It's, what did you say? You wrote it down. Um, so. Yeah, I was, I was, because this is the part that I really struggle with because I'm constantly overthinking. I'm constantly mm-hmm. um, sort of mine, oh, what's, I don't even know what the word would be. Like, I'm just constantly enveloped in like thoughts about things yeah. I want to happen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want this to happen. I want this to happen. And I think, oh, I'm just going to manifest it. And that's what I'm doing in my mind. I'm manifesting it. And then the same thought will pop in my head. I need a fake example. Like, of something to manifest? Yeah. Manifest uh, wanting a dog. I want a dog, right? Uh-huh. Okay? So, every day, I that's constantly running through my mind. Mm-hmm. I want a dog. Right. And then I think, oh my god, Lillian, you better shut up, or you're gonna jinx it, and you're not gonna get this dog that you want. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, that's just... My other side of things is, like, always, like, thinking that if I overdo it, I'm not going to get it. Right. And, like, knock on wood, like, oh, my God. Like, that's, I've just always had that, like, um, feeling that if I do that, it's just not going to happen. So it's, like, balancing out wanting things to happen and making sure that I remember that that's manifestation, not overthinking it. Yeah. Like, if I want a dog and I'm thinking to myself, I want a dog. That's it. I don't have to worry about if it's going to jinx itself because all I'm doing is manifesting it. Yeah. And I think that's, again, I said this, I say this so many times, but that's, we're so similar in that way too, Mm -hmm. that we are huge overthinkers. Oh yeah. Like insane. And so I have the same thought. I don't know if I've ever like point blank manifested. Mm -hmm. Like I can't think of like a lot of people have different methods. They have mm-hmm. like writing down methods. Like I've said stuff out loud to myself, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, what counts as manifestation? But mm-hmm. for all the listeners, manifestation is whatever you want it to be. Oh, 100. Oh my God. It's just stating 100%. what you want. Yep. And not what you don't. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And if mm-hmm. you do that, then you're manifesting. Because I've actually had that same thought. Like, oh, what if I'm not doing it the right way? Right. And then I remember, and then I think to myself, I'm like, no, this is the right way. Mm-hmm. That is, I, like, I, because I've done it multiple ways. I've manifested through writing. I've manifested through just thought. Mm-hmm. I've manifested through, like, saying out, out loud, like uh-huh. you said. And even just, like, day-to-day, like, decisions I make. I'm like, oh, this decision, this is, like, leading me to what I want. Right. And obviously, I think, just to make it clear, the I want a dog was just an example. These yes. things are, like, either things that... Um, I'm waiting for uh huh like relationships, relationships, and like, yeah. future plans, mm-hmm. anything like, like that. Like things that, like for future plans, you manifest it and you know that it's not gonna show up right then. Like you know that it right. can't happen right now. Exactly. But you still manifest things that it. I don't have control over. Uh huh. Because I think that I want a dog is a good example if you're thinking about very generally. Yeah. But I want a dog. You can go out and you can convince yes. your parents. Yeah. You can go get a dog. Yeah. But these are things that are just like. You have 50% control. You have your yeah. side of it. If you want, say, I want to get into my dream school. Mm-hmm. You have, your part is to send in the application and do the mm-hmm. previous requirements that you need and get whatever. And that's your part. And then but you're it's in, up to the college to right. decide and whether that's you're where, in. And that's where you come into intention. Manifest, it and you have yes, to manifest yes. that coming back towards you. A million percent. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's also something that like I think about sometimes like manifestation versus like just thinking about it mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely yeah wow was not expecting to get on that little that little topic that little topic but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that's like it's so true though like things about the future mm-hmm. the future in general we've talked about the future so oh many gosh. times we might have to make a whole separate podcast, honestly. We about, will. Like, like, think, just thinking about, like, the future and where we see ourselves. Yeah, we'll save that topic. Oh, oh my one, God. Yeah, you don't get to hear it yet. You have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait. How long have we been recording? Let's see. Oh, like 30 minutes. Is but this a good added, wait, is that added on? Added on to the last one, yeah. Huh? So, I think that we're I set think... here. 
That's a good place to stop. But I felt very productive. Yes, I feel I like think so too. I feel like we moved through topics very easily. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Yeah, I hope that was an easy listen and that you guys can manifest some stuff in your life. Yeah. So thank you, Lillian, for being on the podcast with me. Thank you, Lucy, for having me, and hopefully not the last time. Oh, obviously not. We have plenty of topics to talk about in the future. We've got lots of people who we're hoping to have. Yep, we have lots of people with lots of different topics and lots of different points of view. Yeah, so I'm very excited to continue our podcast adventure Our podcast <laughs> okay so if you listen this long you deserve a big kiss i will give you one and when bye. i see you next lillian will too and thanks for listening bye